It is Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. I'm Ryan Janke, joined by Corey Litton. That's me. That is you. We are back <laughs> for another episode of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. This is for August 4th. Through the 11th, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're doing it on the uh, on a Friday edition for once. It is. We're recording. Uh, yeah, this is real time. When we say tonight, that yeah. means tonight. It's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we got a lot to go over, so let's just get after it. We're going to go all the way back to Thursday, August the 4th. Back to school night at Norman County Raceway in Ada, Minnesota. That's right. Uh, Reese Stenberg, he got off to a good jump on the on the caution-filled Midwest Modified Feature Race. Stenberg led the first seven laps till Aaron Blacklance got the lead uh, with five to go. Stenberg held on for second. Cole Nessett finished third. Phil Chris Lieb finished fourth. And Chris Edmonds finished fifth. Aaron Blacklance has just been dominating in that Midwest Modified class out there. And I'm pretty sure he has the championship locked up in that division out there. After that, Amelia Eisenshanky, she looked for her second NCR race saver sprint car win by jumping out to lead on the start. Uh, Andy Paik took advantage of a late race restart, though, to blow by Eisenshank and cruise to his first ever feature win. Uh, Eisenshank, she finished uh, in the second spot. Point leader Ty Hanton finished in third. Morgan Nyquist, who was a lawyer, by the way, finished really? in uh, fourth. Yeah, um, yeah, I should probably get to be a better friends with Morgan Nyquist. <laughs> uh, not saying that I have anything pending, but you never know. You never uh, know. Yeah. yeah, retainers might be cheap if you're friends. Um, and Brandon Brandon Rico <laughs> finished in the fifth position out there. Uh, in the modifieds, Matt Auckland took off and he never looked back. He led the entire feature race, pick up his win out there. Aaron Blacklance uh, brought his Midwest modified out there and raced in that feature in that feature race. Also, he finished second. In that one, wow. so that was pretty impressive out there. Lightning Luke Johnson finished in the third spot. Jeff Nelson finished in fourth, and Nick Thorson finished in fifth. In the sport mods, Chris Van Mill led. Van Mill led from the drop of the green flag, uh, but hometown hero Andy Spud Wagner gave him quite a challenge with the last within the last four laps. Uh, uh, Van Mill held on for the win. Wagner finished second. Rich Pavlicek third. Uh, Paul Colvin finished in fourth, and Tom Sandvig. Uh, one of his career best finishes, I believe, in the fifth position out there. Now, the Ripper Ryan Sammer, Satter dominated the stock car feature by taking off from the pole and running away. The cheater Rob Van Mill, he finished in the second spot. The cool cat Calvin Kesselberg finished in third. The real deal Brody Carlsrud finished in fourth. And Todd Heinrich, no nickname, finished in fifth. <laughs> Got to get a nickname, Todd. <laughs> All right. Do, <laughs> do, do something. Do yeah, get la- yourself a nickname. <laughs> Yeah, spoiler alert, last night, uh, the two guys that didn't have a nickname finished one and two um, <laughs> in that class. The rest of them behind them. Uh, and in the hobby stocks, Brody Eckert, he uh, he, he had to start uh, uh, start and hold off a hard-charging Tim Otterness and Chase Peterson to win that main event. Eckert managed to do so, leading every lap for the win. Otterness finished in the second position, Peterson in the third. Dan Dowling finished in fourth, and Todd Gettle finished in fifth. All right, so that was Thursday. We There's no action on Friday. Yeah, we got rained out. Okay. Uh, funny story about that. So on my way out of the grandstand, so we got rain like every half hour to 40 minutes. Sure. And it that meant that we couldn't even get a tractor. Every time we tried to get a tractor started to work on the racetrack, it rained. It started raining right as really? soon as we did that. You, you, you'd see the puff of smoke come out when we get it started, and then all of a sudden, yeah, more rain's coming down. And then it dumped on you again. 
And so, yeah, we didn't get anything in. Um, we ah, we didn't even get. I, don't, I think we got the national anthem in. And <laughs> <laughs> on the way out, I, I'm bringing all my stuff down, and there's still people downstairs, and there's the guy that was chewing me out. And Why? Yeah, because it was raining. Really? Um, and he said, you guys didn't go out there and, and work the racetrack. Maybe, and going, maybe, oh. maybe he thought, uh, maybe he thought like DW said, if you would have just got started. Right. You, you could have um, spun it around and chased the rain away. Problem was, we couldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were... We were just about to bring uh, hot laps out there for the sprint cars, which, you know, they put a lot of turbulence out there. So that could have worked for that vortex theory that DW sure. had. Yeah. Uh, but that guy, uh, he still kept yelling at me. And um, eventually <laughs> I just looked at him and I said, you know, it's going to rain again, right? And as I said that, it started to rain. Nice. <laughs> and I just put my sunglasses on. Like it was David Caruso and walked away. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> and, uh, that's yeah, put my sunglasses on to walk away in the rain. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome. But yeah, <laughs> so no, so nothing on Friday, but Saturday, August the sixth at Jamestown Speedway, you got going again. That's right, uh, Gavin Edinger. He started in the fifth position. He was quickly in the lead in the swing in the slingshots. Uh, he led every lap and cruised on to victory. Trip Nelson finished in the second spot. AJ Matsky finished in third. Uh, we move on to the Bombers. Kelby Anderson, he took the lead on the start of the race of the uh, Bomber feature. That kid's you know, he's starting to get a lot better in that class out there after just moving up a couple of years ago or so. Hashtag Team No Green member Hayden Aberly took the lead in lap number two, though. Yellow flag waved uh, for a right, we- right <laughs> rear tire that came off of Ben Matsky's car. Uh-oh. He finished 15th. The tire got by him and finished 14th. <laughs> uh, Does he get credit for that? Um, I, I think he still gets paid. I think he gets paid for 14th. But, um, yeah, <laughs> Jaden Michelson, he went on to win that one. Uh, Hayden Aberly finished in the second spot. And Asher Williams finished in third. Moving on to the Midwest Modifieds, uh, Brennan Waite, he started in the ninth spot. And he took the lead from the red-headed rebel Scott Bentz with eight laps remaining for the win. Bintz finished in the second spot. The Nightmare Lucas Rodine, uh, the defending national champion in the Midwest Modifieds, finished in the third spot. Donovan Wiest, he also started in the ninth spot and took the lead from Colin Thompson with uh, only three laps in to win the Legends class out there. Picton, New South Wales, Australia native Glenn Mitchell finished in the second spot, and uh, Thompson rounded out the top three Going on to the street stocks, Kyle Anderson, he started in fifth. He made his way up to challenge Billy Christ, also from the hashtag Team No Green. Um, he, uh, he challenged uh, Billy Christ for the lead in the street stock uh, feature race. And Anderson passed Christ in the last couple of turns to win. So, like the last couple of laps, he was showing his nose on the inside. Sure. And... Um, Billy moved down, you know, Billy's usually a pretty, he's a wily veteran in that class out there, but Billy decided to go down for the block. Oh, okay. But he moved out of the groove and that's how, um, Kyle Anderson got by him on the outside to win. Uh, Chris finishing in the second spot and the critter Chris Ritter finished in the third (laughs) position. Okay. And then after that, Andy cap first win ever in the modifieds, besting John Norton, Scott Gartner. Great job there by Andy Cap. I know he's raced for many years. His only other win that I know of came in a class called the Roadhogs, hmm. which was a two-driver class. Okay. It had to be a rear-wheel drive, four-door car. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there are two drivers, like I said, sitting in the front seats. Uh, the driver had the steering and the gas. Okay. Yep. Yep. I've the seen these before. Passenger... 
his passenger had the brakes. I think uh, I could be total. I could be wrong on that a little bit, but uh, no, no, no. Passenger had yeah. Passenger had the gas. It, driver had the steering and the brakes. And okay, that was the only other time that handicap had got a win at the Jamestown Speedway. Yeah. So, and that was many years ago. And I'm glad he got his first one out there. He's had many second places, and it, it was well, well overdue. Well, congratulations, Andy. So we move on to Sunday then, August the 7th, NOSA Sprint Cars at Buffalo River Speedway. Starting off the night, the Blackjack Express, Tim Church, started off with a hobby stock win. Stone Cold Brad Orvidal finished in the second position. Scotty Heron finished in third. Alex Trushinsky led every lap of the Lightning Sprint, A-Main besting Dexter DeVergston and Kelsey Peterson. Uh, then Hollywood Ty Wilkie, he charged up from the 10th place uh, starting spot to win in the Legends over Ryan Brasseth, who started in 12th, and Alex Brasseth, who started in 11th. So there was a lot of a lot of climbing through that one. That was mm. pretty intense out there for them, and they got to the lead early, so it was it was watching. It was a jailbreak. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, David Sirks, he won for the second time this year in the Sport Mods, despite Rich Pavlicek keeping constant pressure on him the entire race. Pavlicek again finished in that second spot, then Scott Jacobson finished in third. Um... I, I don't want to you know call everybody old that finished in the top three in that one, but um, David Sirks he is the oldest one and he he's in his sixties. The other two are pretty look are looking pretty close to getting those AARP cards. Really? Yes. Uh, yeah. Showing them how it's done out there. Scott Jacobson doesn't like that joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, he's forty nine. But uh, oh sure, <laughs> he was not happy when I said that on the on the actual broadcast for the race out there too. <laughs> I bet not. But uh, he'll get over it. Um, <laughs> that's that's funny. Hunter Goulet started dead last and passed all of the cars to win in the short trackers. Adrian Kubitz finished in the second spot, and Cody Crabtree finished in third. And then you know we brought the Nosa Sprint cars out there. They put on a great show, a fantastic show, because Dynamite Mark Dobner, Dobmeyer started eighth. By the way, he also won his heat race out at the Knoxville Nationals here uh, the other day too. So oh. that's a good uh, good thing out there. He started eighth. He hit a lap of 11.990 seconds around that quarter-mile racetrack. That close is, to the track record, isn't it? It's a three thousandths of a second off of the track record. That's close. On his way to repeating as the NOSA Sprint Car winner at the uh, Buffalo River Speedway, Jordan Adams finished in the second spot, and Jack Croker finished in third. Jack Croker came from very deep in the field also to do that, so he, he put on a heck of a show too. A lot of good racing out there. So we move on then after that. They were at the Red River Kart Club on Monday, August the 8th. Lane Verilrude picked up his second win of the year in the Novice One class over Lincoln Corinta and Brazen Erbach uh, out there in the Novice Ones. Then it was Braxton Meyer Peterson started second to last. He picked up his fifth win in the Novice Twos over Jaden Ambule and Blake Bogard. Chase Kenyon got his second win of the season, the Rookie One class over Ryder McGoff and Liv Schmitz. Then older brother Arlen Kenyon got his first win of the year in the Rookie Twos over Noah Breha and Eden Verilrude. Then it was Andrew Clark who got his third win of the year in the 206 Blue class over Henry Beetlesbacher and Regan Rinke. And a night after finishing fourth in the Lightning Sprints, Kate Taves got her first win of the year in the 206 Black Slide class over Zayden Broughton and Kyle Van Mill. Then it was Vince Noble who got his third win of the year in the adult stock class over Grayson Speaker and his dad, Ooh. Gerald Noble. Oh, nice. Victory over Pops. That's pretty nice. Pretty <laughs> yep. sweet. Okay, and then uh, the, last night, uh, August the 11th, Norman County Raceway in Ada again. 
Well, Justin uh, Olson, he led every lap of the Midwest Modified feature on his way to scoring his first win in the class in, at NCR in many years. Uh, we have we we couldn't figure out how far back it went. Uh, <laughs> so so big win there for Justin Olson. Aaron Blacklance got second, and Brian Cackle got third. Then Rick Schultz, he did the same in the stock cars. He he went out there, uh, um, and like I said. The top two did not have nicknames in this class uh, in the finishing order. Rick Schultz and Todd Heinrich, who is Rick Schultz's teammate, finished in the second spot. Uh, Calvin Kesselberg, the cool cat, finished in the third spot. Don Shaw, he also led all of the laps to win in the late model feature over Cole Schill and Mike Gresseth. Uh, then Alex Brasseth. Uh, stop me if, if you've heard this one. Led every lap to finish, <laughs> uh, to win in uh, his... Stop! Stop! Yeah. <laughs> fifth legends feature of the year over scotty richardson and ashton speaker andy spud wagner looked to make it the fifth race in a row with only one leader but he made contact with a slower car mm. on the way to the white flag ending his no. night uh that handed the lead over to rich pavlicek who held off chris van mill and vince jetvig to get the win in the sport mod division uh race of the night hands down went to the hobby stocks where on a restart with six to go, Tim Otterness went from fourth place to the lead in one lap. Wow. Uh, on, on the restart, he just, yeah, everybody went down low. He went up high, and all of a sudden, there he is in the lead. Brody Eckert had more to say about that, though. The pair raced side-by-side, and Otterness took the win uh, on the last lap there with a .079 victory over Eckert <laughs> and the Blackjack Express, Tim Church. Very cool. Then Alan Trushinsky, he took the lead on lap number two and made many great moves in traffic to win the lightning sprint nightcap of the night over Chris Crowder and Eric Sundberg. And, uh, yeah, we had, uh, spoiler alert, we have a lot of entries into the rollover contest. Uh-oh. Well. Three of them came from last night. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to that in a minute, but first, we've got some NASCAR. Well, Kevin Harvick, he won on Sunday at Michigan, breaking a 65-race winless drought. All right, hey, check this out. The closer, Kevin Harvick, is going to make it happen in Michigan. Great job. Awesome. Now the job, man. Yeah, and uh, that also locks him into the playoffs. Nice. With three races to go until the playoff starts, this means Ryan Blaney. Oh, Ryan Blaney. What's he going to do? He's sitting in second in points right now. He's way above the cut line, but you know what? He's the only one that hasn't won in the top 16. <sighs> that means if somebody who races the regular season gets a win, say, say like Bubba Wallace goes and wins, mm-hmm. Ryan Blaney's out. He's out. Uh, unless he wins. Um we got three races Ooh. to figure this out, so this is going to be uh, pretty interesting mm-hmm. going on into this one. Uh, uh, Chase Elliott is is still the point leader, though. Um, right now, he's yeah, definitely, definitely whooping up on everybody mm-hmm. in the regular season. He's pretty much got that one locked in. Ryan Blaney's sitting in second in points in that in the natural points system that they yeah. have going on, right? And uh, he's 119 points back in the second spot. That's crazy. Your boy Ross Chastain is 137 points back in the third spot. Yep. Martin Truex is 138 points back in fourth. And Kyle Larson, 142 points back in fifth, which is, it's kind of crazy to think that, you know, Kyle Larson put on quite the show last year. Yeah, for sure. He's still sitting there in contention. Yeah. And he's only won, I think, once. (laughs) <laughs> and that's that is crazy you know from from year to year how that happens it, it, and you know 
he's still there. Mm-hmm. But you know, when they restart, I mean, the that 142 point deficit isn't going to mean anything. Right. Uh, you know, going into the playoffs, he's already in the top five. He's sure. going to be okay. He's going to be seated pretty well uh, when it goes into that little playoff knockoff or knockout little schedule thing that they got going on there. So yeah, uh, yeah, he's. He's he's doing the Jimmy Johnson approach. <laughs> if, he, if 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 that makes sense, you know Jimmy Johnson would only win like one or two races going into the playoffs, but then all of a sudden would be good for those last ten races or so. Right, turn it up when it when it matters. Right, yeah, yeah. just yeah, yeah, let let's let somebody else win. Yeah, yeah, let's let's make it look good. Wow. <laughs> so next up, they got uh, Richmond uh, Raceway on Sunday. And that's a good track there for uh, somebody like Blaney, who comes from a little bit of a short track background. Uh, he didn't race a lot of dirt, but he raced a lot of short tracks growing up in the Legends and the Bandoleros and the uh, all the other kind of short track stuff on his way to uh, getting into the uh, NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, so that might be a good one for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping because I am a Blaniac and have been since day one. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, I'm, waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping he gets a win so that we can knock this off. Yeah, don't don't have to worry <laughs> about it anymore. All right, so that's NASCAR. We had some World of Outlaws action, too, on Friday night. That's right. I-55 Speedway at their Peavey, Missouri. Carson Macedo on Friday night. He picked up the win over point leader Brad Sweet, the big cat. James McFadden finished in the third spot. Donnie Schatz finished in fourth. Logan Schuhart finished in the fifth spot out there. We moved on to the Saturday night. Brad Sweet won the Ironman 55 out there the next night. Uh, Carson Macedo, he finished in the second spot. James McFadden finished in third. And uh, stop me if you've heard this one before also. Donnie Schatz finished in fourth. Stop! (laughs) Sheldon Hottenshield finished in the fifth spot. And uh, this weekend they got a big old race going Mm -hmm. on down, down there in Iowa. It's called the Knoxville Nationals. I've heard of that. Uh 13-year-old Mikey Speaker, who's a super fan of this show, is down there right now, and he's uh, he's not sending me any results. He's supposed to be my uh, my uh, roving reporter for that, but sure, yeah, he's he's out there enjoying himself. Very cool. Well, that's that'll be fun. So you mentioned it earlier. Let's get to it now. The unintentional rollover contest update. That's right. We've uh, we moved some spots. <laughs> Brody Graham he flipped on Sunday at the Buffalo River Speedway a total of three complete times for a score of twelve points. He is okay, and of course everybody that I'm reporting on in this, they are okay after mm-hmm. their incidents. Right, and that is the only way that I will actually report on something like this is if they are okay. Yes. That is the best news. He's now tied with Carter Stark and Ethan Klein for. What is now second place? It mm. was first going into last night. Uh, uh, on Thursday, though, the Norman County Raceway in eight of three more drivers found their way into the contest. Lane Schwer, only way he's he, he has uh, made it onto the show here so far. Um, good friend of mine, but uh, yeah, only way he's going to make it on here is he flipped his Midwest Modified over two times for a score of eight points. That was mm. the first one of last night. Okay, uh, that moved him. That would have been in second at the time. Uh, and now he's down to uh, a distant third. <laughs> uh, two lightning sprints entered the same uh, the contest at the same time when Jason Berg clipped an infield tire going into turn number three, collecting Chastity Younger uh, in the process. Berg went over one and three quarter times for a seven point score. 
Younger became the new leader by going over four times for a score of 16 points. Wow. And that ties her with Jordan Zilmer for the uh, record for the unintentional rollover contest. Wow. Well, it's congratulations in order on that? Or? I, I don't know if we want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we really want to do it like that. Man. But, uh, yeah, kind of going into that, I mean, there's a chance for this to get added to because the lightning sprints are going to be out of the Buffalo River Speedway on Sunday for their championship night for this uh, this uh, tour that they have going on out there. So if they're both racing out there, if Jason Berg and Chastity Younger are racing out there on Sunday, they have a chance to add to their total. Wow. I don't encourage it. No, but, don't, yeah. try not to. Please don't. Yeah, we'll, we, yeah, we shy away from that. <laughs> we'll report it. Yeah, we'll, we'll shy report, away we'll, from it. We'll report it, but we don't encourage you to roll it over. Right. All right. So, what's happening next? Well, tonight, out at the Red River Valley Speedway here in West Fargo, we have the Food Truck Festival going on out there along with the Hobby Stock Special that's going to be going on here tonight. Uh, Saturday, we'll have a Saturday Night Thunder and, ba- and Back to School Night at the Jamestown Speedway. Viking Speedway has the Short Tracker Special and Kids Night in Alexandria, Minnesota. Back to School Night on Sunday as well, along with the Minkota Lightning Sprint Summer Shootout Championship at the Buffalo River Speedway. And Monday, Red River Kart Club in West Fargo is running again. All right. Boy, a lot of action, a lot coming up. We got some racing left to go this year. That's right. And we've got a guest. That's right, Lynn Lamb. We're going to be calling him up here in just a moment. All right. We have Lynn Lamb on the line. Lynn, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, Lynn Lamb, you are the uh, mastermind. You are the, uh, the the man who is in command out there at the Lamb Jam, Lamb Jamboree, coming up here August 18th through the 21st here in 2022 out at the, ra- out at the ranch. Uh, Lynn, just kind of talk about what is this event? Well, it, it started off, I uh, was just going to get some people together and and try and do kind of what Benny's does down there by Ledgerwood and have some people that could bring their trucks in and, and play. And we started putting some events together to go along with the weekend. So, you know, we have truck races and, uh, we got downhill Barbie race and, um, we got tire drag. We got a lot of different events and we actually have schedule a full schedule now of, of the weekend. And we also have it, People can just come in and camp, and uh, we got a couple bands, so they don't, you know, want to partake in in the mud events. Uh, they can they can come listen to some music. Well, this is this is uh, just south of like Catherine, North Dakota, too, right? Yeah, we're north and uh, west uh, Fort Ransom, or kind of right on the corner of Highway 46 and one, just a few miles. Not too far off, about a mile and a half off uh, Highway 1 and about three miles from the corner of 46 and, and 1. So pretty easy to get to. Not a lot of gravel to travel to, to get down there. So it works good for everybody that's bringing out their camper. Good. So say, tell us about some of, some of these events. Because it, it's, uh, uh, what, what is, well, first of all, I should ask, what is the the uh, track look like? Is it, uh, it's like a, a, a mud is it a, a dirt track that was changed into a, a, a track for this event, or is it something else? Well, it uh, last year was kind of a, the first year wasn't very good. Uh, what was good, and it wasn't good. But uh, what it is, is it's, uh, it's a circle around a big mud pit. And the mud pit, obviously, is what they can play in and do freestyle stuff all day long. And then we close that down while we're doing our race portion. 
and it is kind of a circular deal. We got a couple of banks on the end that you can use to get yourself around the corner if need be, and then each straightaway has a couple of jumps in it. So, and we do it all off a of time. We do it all off a of time. So, we line up one truck, and you get one lap to lay down your best time, and and we just go through the trucks, and whoever gets the we do two out of three. So it it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, last year, yeah, last year on Friday afternoon we got about two inches of rain in just a short time and really flooded everything out we had way way too much water in the pit and it actually flowed into the the race part of it a little bit and made it real interesting but still put on a good show for everybody i think yeah it was it was definitely interesting on that one uh, i was uh, you had me announced for that one and this is the first time i've ever been at any kind of event like this ever in my life so i was kind of a fish out of water next to a lot of water uh, not only that you guys had to pull me out of my with my car <laughs> and, and as soon as i got into as soon as i got kind of going with my my, my uh, little chrysler uh, pacifica i felt like i was one of you guys <laughs> driving through the deep mud in my front wheel yeah. drive uh pos car <laughs> it was it was it was a fun time out there and it, for the my first time ever doing that and i like i said i still really appreciate you bringing me in for that one last year and doing that one and uh uh it was it was really awesome i didn't get to obviously see all of them because you know yeah everything goes day-to-day kind of thing like that and uh the Barbie Hill is the one thing that I really, really uh, missed out on because I think that's where I could have shined as an announcer for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know me kind of. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so t- tell yeah. me about the Barbie Hill. What is that exactly? Well, I tell you, we uh, when we dug the pit, we got into some, some rock and stuff, and obviously we don't want that rock in our mud pit. So we cleaned that all up, and we piled all them rock up. Well, then we had this big mountain of uh, rock. I thought, well, let's push some dirt on top of it and it actually got to be a pretty big hill we had uh, de-excavating out there helping us do all this with his machinery and we made a pretty steep hill it don't look very big until you get to the top and look down but what what it is is we kind of hide everybody on the back side of the hill we bring them up one at a time and then we we it's a time deal again you race to the bottom there's a little curve and uh you got to pick up if you break you pick up the biggest chunk and run it across the finish line <laughs> and what the, we're racing these little uh power wheels cars the kids have you know the pretty small units so <laughs> it, it uh it gets very interesting uh we got a lot of broken a lot of broken power wheels after uh, last year <laughs> Yeah, they don't come back the same, do they? <laughs> no, a couple of guys got, you know, three quarters of the way down and the front wheel busts off. And then, of course, you know, you're you're probably not going to stay upright at that point. So <laughs> You get to see a lot of fun ragdoll moments going down the hill like that. <laughs> yeah. There are some other things our- that you do out there, too. Uh, like, uh, I, uh, you're burying jars of money in there for a little bit, too, and just having people run out there in the mud pit and get them, right? Yeah, we like to try and do something for the kids. So we, you know, we had some 20s and some 5s, and I think there was 150 in some bottles, and we just kind of bury them in the mud and let them race across, and whoever gets the bottles first gets the cash. So it's just a little something, break up the day a little bit, and gives the kids something to do. So So now along with this, uh, uh, obviously, um, since you don't have like a full concession stand or anything like that, because it's, you know, kind of one of those, kind of places where you just go out there and camp and everything like that and but you bring like food trucks and stuff in there too right yep we got a couple food vendors uh that'll come in and set up uh, i think the pizza ranch from lisbon's coming in and then uh, 
a place out of Enderland's also going to be setting up their food vending trailer. So we got a couple new new people coming in this year. Um, we did opt not to have uh, a bar this year um, for a couple of different reasons, but I think that'll be fine. Everybody knows that they can bring your cooler to the band, and we got uh, hay rides and stuff to take you from the campground to the band and back and forth. So I think it'll work out good. I forgot about the hay rides. <laughs> I got to do that for a little bit too. Also, after we pulled my car out of the the mud pit. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Well, the thing with last year, you know, is we it was a cornfield the, the year before, so it was stocks when we started last spring. We had to get all them stocks worked in the ground. Then we had to get grass planted, and we didn't get a lot of a lot of rain last summer, so it didn't grow real well. So we didn't have a very good footing there, and. I think it'll be a lot better this year. The ground's a lot more uh, ready to be parked on. So we're actually going to camp camp in that area this year and not out on the other side. Or we can go either side, but um, should be a lot better. Lynn Lamb is our guest here on the Victory Lap here on Checkers and Wreckers here for KFGO uh, Podcasts. Uh, Lynn, um, there's some other improvements that I've seen on the Facebook page. Uh, just looking right now, uh, you've, you've added a few more things out there to kind of make that uh, place a little bit better, haven't you? Yeah, I uh, I got working in the cities for my for my job this year, so I haven't got to put a lot of time in out there. And there were some things I wanted to get done that aren't going to get done. But we did we did add uh, beater car races this year. Um, we had a four wheeler run last year, and we we kind of did that just shooting from our hip, and it was really entertaining. And the guys had a great time. So we added beater car races this year, um, which should be really good. Um, but one of the biggest things that I think people talk about still today is our tug pad. You know, we got a 120 foot by 16 foot cement pad where we hook trucks back to back and do pull offs. So that gets uh, gets really interesting. Yeah, and you put that right by the the uh, announcer uh, stand too. So that's got to be pretty uh, pretty awesome out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my uh, one of my buddies from Minnesota came over and he's got a a big Ford truck with 1100 horse and big block in it and him and another guy hooked up and that was pretty entertaining last year so you never know what's going to be on there anything from uh we had little four-wheelers and three-wheelers hooking up to a big truck so you never know what's going to be on there (laughs) (laughs) so lynn this starts uh the 18th right on thursday yeah we let everybody come in on thursday we don't do anything with the trucks that day we just we call that our side-by-side and four-wheeler day uh, we do some events for them guys, and then we let the, them guys play in the big pit if they want to try and tackle that. And then Friday we get in, you know, we open up the big pits to the trucks and stuff like that. And, and our events actually for the trucks start on Friday. We have some on Friday and some on Saturday. Okay. So uh, so lay, kind of lay that out. On, on, on Friday you've got uh, different events Friday and Saturday, right? Or is it the same both days, just different? different uh um uh like heats or whatever or or is it yeah nah we do our uh beater car races and our uh time truck races on friday and then saturday it's kind of like the time truck races only thing is you got to drag a great big tractor tire behind you sure and we call that call that the tire drag okay and uh, then we have freestyle also on on Saturday, which you just go out for two minutes, kind of like monster truck style stuff. And we got jumps and you can do whatever you can. And we pick some random judges and we go by uh, crowd participation on the applause and, 
and the judges, and then we figure out who the winner is going to be. And actually, the winner of freestyle gets their truck picture on the shirts the following year. So, oh, nice, makes, makes it kind of interesting. So, uh, speaking of the trucks, I uh, for for the people that um, don't exactly know exactly what this kind of event is, what are these trucks really? When, when if you can explain that. Well, they, they range from anything from the, the three-quarter ton farm pickup with the diesel tank in the back, which I've seen a couple <laughs> of times, dad's pickup or whatever, all the way up to custom-built, all-tubular chassis um, trucks with, you know, alcohol-burning motors and stuff in them. So it just it's a wide range of trucks. And, and, we you know, we have a big pit and we have a small pit for the little guys, you know, so that's why I say there's, you know, there's no truck that isn't welcome there. There's something for everybody to play in. So. Uh, cool. So, uh, Lynn, you said you've got, uh, so we've got camping, we've got food trucks, we've got uh, all the action all weekend long. Uh, what is the cost? Is the cost for camping, the cost for uh, uh, um, getting into the events? Can you lay that out for us? Yeah, you can, you can either uh, pay at the gate uh, by the day. You can buy a, a weekend pass. Um, we prefer that, you know, you go to Eventbrite and uh, you can buy tickets on there. It's like a Ticketmaster. Uh, and then just buy your tickets. Uh, everybody's got to fill out a waiver. Um, so you can do that online also. So then when you get to the gate, all we got to do is uh, scan your, your barcode and give you a wristband and you're in and we ain't filling all that stuff out at the gate. But if you you know if you don't have access to a computer or whatever you're more than welcome just pay at the gate it just slows things down a little bit but you know a whole weekend pass is like 70 bucks mm. you know plus the plus the tax and fees so for 80 bucks you can come in and camp all weekend and take in all the events and everybody that came last year that left said they had a great time they couldn't wait for next year they you know they couldn't believe how organized it was and and events start on time, and we had announcers, and they knew what was going on. So I think we got a pretty good start last year. Um, we had a little bit over 700 people for our first year. You know, we're shooting shooting to double that this year. I would be happy with 1,400. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens, I guess. I, there's a lot of people that I don't know that have been texting me, asking questions. Anytime we post something on our Facebook page, there's a lot of people that view it and like it. So we'll see how it turns out, I guess. Well, speaking of the people that come out there and the competitors that you have out there, uh, like like how far away do a lot of these people come from to uh, to uh, participate in an event like this? Well, we got we got some big trucks I know coming coming up from Mitchell, South Dakota. Um, last year, uh, the Manitoba Mafia crew, which is a bunch of big trucks out of Canada, were going to come and partake but the covid stopped that from happening last year getting across the border i'm kind of hoping they make it this year and then we you know we got a lot of guys that travel over from you know deep into minnesota so it's it's a wide range and then i guess i should say we got you know some guys from bismarck um quite a big crew that come over too and and partake no, that's so pre- a pretty big pr- pretty big radius yeah that that's pretty that's pretty awesome yeah you're getting them from all over um along with this so so the party doesn't end when the races are done does it i mean you're bringing in bands and stuff aren't you yeah we got you know a really good band sarcasms playing on friday night they played there last year that's um, david Par- added a cu- dave perro's band right yep yep dave perro's <laughs> in the band I, i've known dave for a long time so you know it was good to have them guys out there and they put on a heck of a show and they've added a 
a new guitarist I heard, so I'm interested. I guess he's really good, so they'll be even better this year. And then on Saturday, we're bringing in a band um, from the city's uh, two-mile final, which is a really also a very good band. They're they're all about getting the crowd crowd involved and getting getting the party started, you know. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I got to go back a little bit though. You said you said something about how the announcers knew a lot. Um, you hired me though, <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into. But man, did I love it out there when I got to go out there. That was uh, such a great time out there, Lynn. Uh, and I really hope that everything gets a lot better this year too, because that was a that was a pretty good start. And I think this is going to get even even bigger as we go. So mm-hmm. I, I I really like this, and uh, I hope it keeps on continuing on. You know, the neighbors, you know, I heard chatter from the neighbors, you know, that, oh, my goodness, what's going to be going on? There's this wild crowd of people that are going to be moving in and, and taking over our neighborhood. And uh, it was very, very well managed as far as that goes. We didn't have anybody that really got out of hand. It's pretty laid back. I talked to a lot of the neighbors after that, and they were really impressed at you know how it went and how we got people in and out. And they didn't hear of any trouble or anything like that. So, you know, we 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 want people to come out and have fun, enjoy the weekend, and and just hang out with us and uh, take it in. I think I think most people would be impressed. You see a lot of redneck stuff there. That, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but along with that, though, I mean, you got a good group of rednecks. Like, you got the one, the people that'll go out there and you know help you fix your truck after it breaks down, or uh, you know, handy a beer or something, or handy some food, or just mm-hmm. they're 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 that fun. And you're not also uh, messing around with the fact that I did see that you're you have security out there too, just to make sure to keep everybody in line if the need need be. Yep, yep, and I, you know, the bigger we get, the more security we'll have to have. Obviously, um, last year we kind of did it on our own. It got to be long days for for myself and my family, uh, trying to run the gate and trying to do security. So you know, we're looking for some people that would be willing to come out. You know, we'll do. A, they can work one day or they can work two day. Um, we'll work out trades for admission if they only want to work one day, or we'll we'll do a cash deal too. So. Hmm. We are still looking for a little bit of help with that. Sure. Well, Lynn, this sounds like a like a great event. Um, and seventy bucks, I can't take my kids to the movies for that kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if, if, if you try and keep it affordable, but yet you know you got a lot of expense that you gotta you know you gotta cover. So, I right. mean, I we're trying, we're I think we're right in line with with other mud events um, mm-hmm. that are going on. You know, we go to a few uh, my. My son and I have a, a fairly decent truck, and, you know, we go over to Minnesota. We go over and hit a couple of events over there and obviously go down to Vinny's and support support that. But uh, I think the prices are pretty pretty much in line with all the other places that we take in. Yeah, for sure. So if somebody wants to learn more, they're driving around right now, they want to learn more about this, where can they go to? You said you got a Facebook page? Yeah, we don't have a website. We just try and do everything on our Facebook page. Um, you can go on there. My my cell number's on there. If anybody wants to call me, they can Facebook message me. Um, give me a call if they want to. Yeah. I, I will answer any questions they have. If they you know want to know how they can get signed up for anything, they can ask them kind of questions. We're there to help. We, you know, we we want people to call and ask questions. Okay. What and what's the name of that Facebook page? It's Lamb, Lamb Jamboree. Lamb Jamboree, L-A-M-B? 
Lamb Jamboree. You're also looking for photographers also, correct? Yeah, we, we do have one. Uh, Hannah's going to be out. She was out there last year. She's coming back. She takes some amazing photos. Uh, we lost one of our photographers due to some work commitments. but uh, So we will have one photographer out there. Uh, we were looking for another one just so that one person doesn't have to be committed to everything that's going on. Um, we will also have uh, J&M aerial photography there, so he'll have his drones flying around all weekend taking some awesome videos. So uh, the week after, we should see some pretty good pictures out on our Facebook page and hopefully some good videos. So, And one major question that I have for you right now, do you have enough Barbie cars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we- I, I have to... I'll have to post a picture, but you know we we put that on our Facebook page a couple of times, and they they just like they're rabbits; they just keep multiplying. <laughs> I, I show up to the gate out there, and and there's two or three of them sitting there. I pull up to the garage after work, and there's one sitting in the driveway. They just keep showing up. Which is fine, <laughs> we'll take them. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But, uh, they, you know, they're. They got gears in them yet, so they don't go down the hill very good. So every one of them, I gotta take them apart and get the gears out of the out of the rear axle so that they freewheel. Otherwise, they wouldn't go down the hill very fast. So sure. there's a little bit of work involved, and uh, we make it a little bit of fun too. We take them Barbie cars and we actually draw. Twelve people will will line up. We'll get registered, and uh, it's the first twelve that come talk to me at Lamb Jam are the ones that are the that get the race, and then on Friday we line them up on the tug pad and we draw and the first person gets to pick their pick out of the 12 vehicles that we got staged there. Um, and then we have best decorated Barbie car on Saturday. So they get to take that back to their camp on Friday and they got Friday and all day Saturday till the races. And then they bring their, their hot rods up. They got really creative last year. It was really interesting and, and pretty funny. And actually there, there were some people that, uh, they brought uniforms, and they were all dressed up in costumes that matched their, their rides. So it got pretty good. And the winner of that got a free pass to Lamb Jam for this year. So it's worth a little something to, to put some effort into it. So, All right, Lynn, uh, Lynn Lamb, again, our, our guest here from Lamb Jamboree. Um, uh, former racer himself also, you know, in, in char- it does a lot of uh, the, the, uh, the mud truck racing as well. Uh, uh, also, uh, going looking at some of the stuff that you have here on the Facebook page, you do have a show and shine on the Thursday of the event on the 18th. Um, so that means you get a little bit of a, a truck show beforehand, don't you? Yeah, we know everybody comes in and gets in their campground. Whatever. The trucks are kind of tucked in amongst the campers and stuff. And a lot of people don't feel comfortable, you know, going over to somebody else's campground to, to check out their truck. So we thought, well, let's line them all up and, and just let the people come walk around them and take a look at them. And, you know, the driver can be there, whatever, and answer any questions they might have. Well, you know, Lynn, I think, you know, we've covered most of this. Uh, is there anything uh, that you have that you would like to talk about a little bit more here on this one? Because I think we got got it pretty pretty wrapped up here. Yeah, I think we covered everything. And I, I appreciate you guys uh, asking me to, to come on the show today and, and talk about it. Uh, we're, you know, we're hoping for good weather. Um, some good trucks to uh, take take part in it. Hopefully the the gas prices don't scare too many people off. It didn't look like it affected uh, Vinny's uh, too bad. They had a pretty good turnout there again this year. So uh, just uh, we want to welcome everybody that wants to come out to Lamb Jam and spend the weekend with us and take in uh, 
some mud events and some bands. And uh, if you don't want to come and you know take part in the mud stuff, uh, you're more than welcome to come uh, after eight o'clock. Uh, there'll be a lower fee to get in the gate if you just want to come and have a couple beers and uh, take in the, the bands. We got a couple great bands. So you had me at beer, <laughs> <laughs> Lynn. I really appreciate you uh, for uh, taking the time here to to take a phone call from us this early in the morning here, uh, knowing that you're you're working right now, and uh, we really appreciate this. We hope this this uh, helps out. Uh, we 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 can't thank you enough for uh, coming on here for the Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. Uh, so thank you very much, Lynn Lamb, our guest here tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. That's Lynn Lamb Lamb Jamboree that kicks off Thursday. August the 18th and runs right through the weekend. $70 gets you in. Camping, food, there'll be concerts and uh, lots of fun in the mud. So don't miss out on that. I think that wraps us up, right, Corey? Yes, for, it does. For Corey Litton, I'm Ryan Janke. Thanks for joining us for Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. <laughs>